So, I'm not going to lie. I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited to have him back. Yeah. Now, uh, there are times when it comes to, say, college sports where we debate Rittenberg versus Dinich because they're both friends of the show and they've both been great to us. And we tell Heather that she's our favorite and tell her not to tell Adam. Yeah. Uh, this That's not the case when it comes to ESPN baseball coverage. Jeff Passon's our guy. He and I have a close mutual friend in Charles Robinson. But more importantly... This is all Jesse's fault this that we haven't Jesse's, had him on the yeah. show for so long. Yep. Like, Man. I don't. Did you irritate him Man. with the bowling? T- like, I thought he was supportive of your bowling announcing career, and then we haven't talked mm. to him in forever. This has to be on you. I probably texted him one too many times about bowling, and then the Tuesday night late <laughs> he night thought Brewers he was your friend. Came and I said, "Hey Jeff, how about Woodruff? He's looking pretty good, huh?" I, I, I probably went a little too far, but. It, it's a, no, he's lessons learned. Out. That lessons was playoffs. Learned. Lessons learned. To to give us insight into the Milwaukee Brewers' chances of winning a World Series, what David Stearns might be, his future, is it outside of Milwaukee? Is it elsewhere? Is it in the Big Apple? There's only one guy we go to to get that information, and, of course, from ESPN, it is Jesse's very close personal friend who doesn't return any of his text messages. <laughs> it is Jeff Passan on Wilde and Tausch. Jeff, we've missed you, buddy. Thanks for doing this. How are you? I'm great. You know, I was sitting here thinking to myself, Jesse just hasn't texted me. Yeah, I didn't return his two previous texts. What a terrible person I am. <laughs> I was, I was Only two. I'm, I'm, nor- I'm normally a text returner. I, clearly, I've just gotten too big time for you guys, and I just feel bad right now. So I decided to come on. That Wednesday no, day game against that's, the that's Pirates era, in July, I really wanted to hear what you thought of it, Jeff. I think it was a big game for the for the old crew. I mean, you did. Hold on. Let, let's let's look back at the receipts here. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I should look at this too. <laughs> All right. So you reached out to me in mid February, right after my Drew Robinson story came out which was probably the busiest I've been this year. So I don't feel so bad. (laughs) It was a great story. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. But not returning the April 8th text um, (laughs) during, like, the second week of the season where you were, quote, and this is, listen, this is, Jesse, I give you credit on the sell here, hoping to talk Brewers slash NL Central and, quote, general state of baseball. Good pitch. Nicely done. Really <laughs> makes me want to come on the show. <laughs> well, Jeff, that was April 8th. I'm sure it made sense at the time. <laughs> so so that's the... <laughs> Jeff, is that yeah, the last but... time you had gotten a text from him? Because he claims he yeah, reaches was... out to you all the time. Oh, well, okay. So, so let's be honest. When somebody doesn't return two texts in a row from me, you start to like get a little self-conscious. And uh, Jesse, the the reality is, I 100% was not ignoring you. I still like you. I root for your burgeoning bowling announcing career. This is one of those where I probably just like opened it and got it. And, and if I'm being honest, got another text that was more important. <laughs> <laughs> So Jeff Passon uh, and I, he's a tier four friend, and that's okay. <laughs> I understand. Hey, listen, there are plenty of radio producers, this is the God's honest truth, who I have in my phone where if I put their last name in as don't pick up, then I don't pick up. 
or or don't answer their texts. Uh, you are not Jesse. Don't pick up. So I, that, is, uh, that is a just, win. I, I, that, just mute the I notification. I understand. That's yeah, I, I'm, I'm more impressed by your strategy there. That's a really good idea. <laughs> I mean, as the, long the, as you don't the, do the, it to Jesse. The, the don't pick up? Yeah, the don't pick up. Yeah. <laughs> from, from many, many moments that I, I later uh, would have regretted. So I, I advise, this isn't just a sports writer thing. I advise everyone out there, there's a person in your life uh, whose, whose number keeps popping up and they become problematic. Save them as don't pick up, and you just you save yourself grief for picking up a number that... Uh, that might have otherwise harmed or, or worsened your life. Well, speaking of uh, worsening your life and maybe ending up on that same list, Tausch has a question for you before we get in to baseball because we've been talking about it all morning. And Tausch, without further ado, let's find out where Jeff falls on this. All right, Jeff. So we, we're having the hard-hitting questions. Uh, the Green Bay Packers coach was talking about getting their urine hot before playing this noon game against Cincinnati this weekend. And my question was, if all things are equal, as a dude, would you rather pee outside or pee inside? And everybody that I've had is one, one way. Which way does Jeff Passon fall on that? I'd rather pee inside because I'm a civilized human being. Uh, yes! Thank you, oh, Jeff. Thank you. Jeff, what Jeff. a civilized human being Jeff is. Oh, okay. Uh. You, you know, you know, you know who enjoy, I, I I say this guys from from experience because um, I have a kid. I have a kid who loves to piss outdoors, and I mean. He does it in inappropriate places. He does it at inappropriate times. Um, and and it's not like he's four anymore. No, he's nine. And he just loves to, like, show the world what he's got. And so I've been raging against the, the outdoor fish okay. machine for a long time now. And this is a particularly well, personal subject. Oh um, well, I'm glad you were able to air that. All right. Well, also, I feel a little bit better. Also, bad. beyond that, you hear yeah. I'm talking about a child right now. That's who likes peeing outside. What adult, like, I don't know. I always worry about mosquito bites. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm serious. Have you ever had a mosquito bite down there? It's terrible. Well, we, we got Mosquito Joe up here that does handles all our mosquito issues, so we don't have any of that. Uh, all right, so so we we finally have Jeff on the show. Uh, welcome back to Do Not Pick Up and Pouch. Uh, but Jeff, all right, so the Brewers. 3.37 today, Central Time, their first uh, game of the NLDS with the Braves. Tausch is telling me that you have said multiple times nationally that the Brewers, with their pitching staff and with their rotation, we should expect them in the World Series. Is that a fair characterization of what we should expect from this team? No. I <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I, I, what should like, we expect? I, that's 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 why I was kind of surprised that you guys called. I figured you wouldn't want my my wompy ways on your on your oh, program oh, polluting mm -hmm. it. Um, Are you down? I, lo I, lo I love I love the Brewers pitching staff. Um, I do not love their offense. And while there were flashes, especially after they traded for Willie Adonis, where they looked like they were developing into a pretty good offensive club. 
Um, they really slumped down the stretch, and mm-hmm. I worry not just about uh, the offense. I worry about the gloves as well. The, the infield defense, even though it's better with Adamas, is uh, still a little too spotty for my liking. And uh, I actually picked the Braves in this series. Oh, God. Chaff. Oh, boy. <laughs> Back to peeing outside. Chaff. <laughs> <laughs> Bowling talk, yeah, yeah. The 7-10 split, toughest thing ever to do in sports. How can you pick the Braves in this series, Jeff? They're missing because their best I player. Think, uh, yeah, and the the Brewers have been missing their best player for going on two years now. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, oh. I, like the, the reality is I think Atlanta's pitching actually matches up much better, especially, um, you know, the, the, listen, the bullpen is an issue, but I think they're starting pitching. Uh, listen, uh, Charlie Morton is not Corbin Burns. Uh, Max Freed is pretty darn close, and if you look at the second half splits, uh, I think he was better than Brandon Woodruff. And Ian Anderson... And Freddie Peralta, I think, are in in a very you know they're different types of pitchers. Uh, Peralta is going to give you more strikeouts; uh, is a more dominant type than Anderson. But uh, Anderson, I believe, in his first career playoff start last year, threw six shutout innings. So um, th- these are these are very capable pitchers on Atlanta's side, and I I really do just worry about the Brewers putting up runs. And listen, I hope. I hope I eat my words here. I hope I'm wrong. I hope everybody in the city of Milwaukee is having a rollicking time and they ride this incredible top of the rotation that they have and back end of the bullpen that they have to uh, a World Series appearance because I'd love to come to Milwaukee and eat crow because I love Milwaukee as a city. I love hanging out in Milwaukee. Great town. Uh, I just don't think their baseball team has the big enough bats and – uh, you know, many things uh, I've I've projected or suggested have proven wrong, but I don't think this is going to be one of them. Mm. Jeff, that's why we love having you, though, uh, when you return Jesse's text is because you give us the national perspective and you give us the truth. Let me ask you this then, because you made a reference to it when Jesse was talking about best players. What is the what is the perception nationally, and what do you see when you have watched him of Christian Yelich? Because he's so, you know, he, he an MVP player suffers that knee injury, and yep. and I think we're all kind of wondering when we will someday see consistently the Christian Yelich that we all know and love. Yeah, I, it, he's just a, I I don't know fundamentally what the difference. Is there with Christian Yelich? Meaning, I, I I can't figure out when I look at his swing and and break it down why he is such a different player right now. What I do know is that uh, the power that turned him from a guy who hits too many balls on the ground into one of the best players in the world for a long stretch there uh, just hasn't come back, and and it's emblematic, I think, of this Brewers lineup. If you go and look at their OPS uh, team-wide in in September, do you know who led the Brewers in OPS in September? No, but I know you do. It's Lorenzo Cain. And listen, I I live in Kansas City. I have as much affinity and appreciation for Lorenzo Cain as just about anyone. 
Uh, I also know that if a 34 or 35-year-old Lorenzo Cain is leading your team in OPS in the last month of the season, uh, that doesn't necessarily reflect particularly well on your offense. And I'm not going to sit here and say because the Brewers – you know, went four and nine over the last two weeks of the season that they're doomed. I, I think that's silly. I don't believe the idea that how you play uh, in games that realistically were, were not particularly meaningful is an emblematic of a whole lot. What I will say is that the issues that they've had offensively are nothing new. And uh, it, it can turn around quickly, guys. It really can. So uh, I may be eating crow here very soon, but uh, I, I just haven't seen enough of the spark from that offense to make me think the strengths that they have, which are their starting pitching, which is Craig Council's ability to manage a bullpen, are, are going to be enough uh, maybe to overcome the Braves, but the Dodgers are giants. That, that's the part of this equation I, I certainly don't see to be very likely. All right, Jeff. Well, you have a lot of uh, not-so-great things about the Brewers' chances, but let's finish with a positive note. David Stearns has been fantastic. He's going to finish his career in Milwaukee, don't you think? I hope so. <laughs> I, I, listen, as, as some, no, I'm serious. As somebody, as somebody who grew up uh, in a mid-sized Midwest town in Cleveland, as somebody who lives now in a mid-sized Midwest town in Kansas City, uh, I understand the plight of the mid-sized Midwest town fan, uh, which is the concern that someone from the big, bad coastal city is always going to be coming in with their money, their weather, whatever it may be, and trying to lure the executive and or the player away. In this case, from everything that I have heard, I don't believe that David Stearns has any desire to go to the New York Mets and leave the Milwaukee Brewers right now. Um, Things change. You know, money gets thrown around. That changes lives. There there are all kinds of different things that can happen, guys. But as it stands at this moment, if David Stearns left the Brewers and went to the Mets or even considered doing so, uh, or frankly even was allowed to do so, uh, it would absolutely shock me. Hey, we got some good news. That's good. Yeah. All right. Look at pass and finish it on a strong note for us Brewer fans. And more importantly, he prefers peeing outside or inside, unlike you. <laughs> and so he and I are on the same page. Jeff, um, I appreciate you responding to Jesse's text message. Uh, I'm sure Jesse, based on how avid of a Brewers fan he is, wishes that this would have been the one that you didn't reply to. <laughs> <laughs> Would have loved to talk generic uh, state of baseball back in April, but this worked. Jeff, by if, the way, if, was that was that a bit of an evil laugh by me? Goodness, uh, that came out Jesse does that to every trivia winner or loser that we have. So, if the Brewers win this series, will you come back regardless of who texts you? Hundred percent. Awesome. Woo! I'll, 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 there you listen, go. I'll I'll, I'll I'll come back and wear it. Like I again I. I have no rooting interest in this case, and the the only thing I root for uh, is good games. And so if this series is something that's filled with good games, then, 
Well, no, I'm not going to say I feel like we're all winners because you, if you guys lose, you won't. Yeah, like that's not the case at all. <laughs> no. Well, I know, I know you also root for the good story, and you've written tons and tons and tons of them throughout your career, and I, I've enjoyed them all. And I hope you're writing a great story about a Milwaukee Brewers team that somehow finds its way to the World Series for the first time since I was 10 years old. Jeff, thanks for making time for us, and we'll talk to you after they win this NLDS series, buddy. Looking forward to it, boys. Take care. Enjoy the games. 